We're doing the jazz intro. Sorry. Boo! Boo! Do you have something else you'd rather listen to? No, that's fine. Hello, and welcome to <laughs> Not that The Way Family <laughs> Podcast. So weird. Hi! Okay, well, welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Woo! Well, Hannah. Hi. Tell us about the podcast. What What is this? What are we doing? We are talking about life stuff. Life stuff. <laughs> and a lot of things that we only know a little bit about. Yeah. Yes, that is what we're doing. My name is Zach, and my wife's name is Hannah, and we're just two average, normal folks. Yep. And we decided to do the podcast for a year to challenge ourselves and get better at talking and all kinds of stuff. And for fun. And for fun, because we we do enjoy it. Sometimes it's very difficult, but sometimes we enjoy it. Yeah. And we also, like a lot of times, it's just us talking about stuff that we're learning. And sometimes we will have a special guest on to talk about something specific. And that is what is happening today. We have our friend and former professor, Lem Yusita, on the show today. And what are we going to talk about? Honestly, I have no idea. It's going to be great, though. So, you know, just you wait. <laughs> well, I have a little bit of a confession. So this is real talk here. Uh-oh. On the, what is that thing called? The little um, test thing that they take um, that we've been putting in the show notes. Uh, it's a survey. The survey. Yeah. So on the survey and last week's episode, someone mentioned that... Last week's episode seemed a little like we were interviewing each other and it was very like seemed like very produced because we did actually like type out a bunch of stuff and then we were just reading it. And Wait, it, what was last week's episode about? The time and money savings thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. while it was practical tips, it wasn't really like a conversation. It was more like a like a, a presentation, a presentation. And that's not really what I want the podcast to be. Yeah, but we planned that in advance, and that's how we wanted it. Yeah, but... I feel like people are getting so picky. Ugh. Well, I get, what, I get what they're saying. And we didn't want the podcast to be like one of those overproduced, like, yeah. 60 minutes interview Yeah, but also we've thing. gotten other ones that are like, your content matters all over the place, and you need to be more organized. Like, we cannot please everyone. No, we can't. And we're trying our best, and I'm sure that was a very nicely worded, helpful criticism. I'm just like that. I don't know. That's kind of frustrating because we get both sides of it now. It's like no matter what we do, someone's going to be frustrated and not like it. Well, I think when we hit episode 40, we're going to take the survey down, and we're going to look at all of the answers, and we're going to cross-reference all of the answers, look at our demographics, what ages, what's our target What's our audience that we're actually reaching Mm -hmm. Um, and a little bit more about them and then figure out what the likes and dislikes are. Yeah. Um, But we wanted to last week's episode to be informational and like we're trying to be a little more professional than we are. I mean, we're obviously going to stay the same how we've been doing it for the most part, but we're trying to get better at the subject matter a little yeah more organized yeah so that's sorry i wasn't conversational enough (laughs) i'm getting a little bit sassy i'm not trying to be sassy i'm just like it just is kind of hard because we're we're getting lots of mixed reviews and some people like one thing and then some other people like the opposite of that thing and they're like zach rambles too much and i don't like it and then another person's like i love it when zach rambles yeah it's tricky and then some people are like well you do this and you do this and they're like nitpicking like our personalities and it's just uh, i'm trying not to be sassy (laughs) well don't Uh, be sassy i think our problem is that we didn't clearly define what our objective for the podcast was when we started it but we didn't really know yeah we don't 
we still don't really know. So once we finish looking over the survey and figuring out at the end of the year if we're going to continue doing this for more than a year, then that's when we'll say this is why we're doing the podcast, this is who we're doing the podcast for, and the rest of the people who are outside of that, um, they are free to enjoy it, but we're not catering it to them. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. So I heard a quote the this past week, and it said, find out who you bring the most value to and learn how to serve them better. Hmm. So there's always going to be like people that we can't bring a lot of value to. Um, and if we try to serve them, then we're kind of missing out on an opportunity to serve the people who we already, you know, are bringing value to, I guess, you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. That's, that's like about businesses and things like that. So an example would be like a climbing gym. Their goal is to serve the members of the climbing gym Mm -hmm. and then the public. Mm-hmm. And if they get it the other way around, then they're not going to have like a really good base to stand on. Um, and if they try to continue to meet and fulfill the needs of the public, um, they're going to kind of automatically not fill the needs of the members. Mm-hmm. And the members are what's important because they have buy-in and they're already bringing the value. They're showing that they value the climbing gym by paying their membership dues. So the climbing gym wants to serve both the members and the public, but at least it has like a mission statement or a goal. And it's like, this is who we serve and then. Mm -hmm. They can't meet everyone's demands. Yeah. And we can't either. This is free. We're not charging memberships. So it's just a normal thing that it's just a thing. Yeah. Um, But it has been cool. What have been some of your favorite things from the podcast so far? Mm, I really like when people leave us voicemails. And I like doing it with you. It's fun to do together and it's a fun project for the most part. Sometimes I'm grumpy about it, but, um, sometimes I am also, yeah, sometimes like if we're like having a a frustrating conversation right before we do the podcast, we have to like start dancing and like do fun things to make ourselves in better mood. (laughs) Yeah, because you can hear it in people's voices. Yeah. And no one wants Even to listen to like, a downer. Because really, like, we are being ourselves, but, like, we do need to be pleasant. <laughs> and we're, like, we have to hype it up a little bit. Or if we're tired, we have to, like, stand up and, like, jump around a little bit. And then... <laughs> yeah, a lot of times we record this at, like, uh, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And we're tired and we've had a long day. But then we're like, oh, we, we've got to do the podcast. We, yeah. it's, we said we're going to do it. So one of my favorite things has been getting to like, well, I haven't met any of the listeners really. Oh no, we did meet one. We did meet one. I've met two. Shop. No. Oh, she listened? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I met two other people at that same coffee shop at Scout. Well, that's cool. But I have got to meet online a couple of the listeners and just talk with them about different kinds of stuff you know uh, yeah photography um uh, living in la uh, coffee you know all kinds of different stuff there's excuse me i got the burps i always because of the beer i always have the burps uh um but some of the people that I've got to meet and talk to through the podcast that I never would have got to meet or talk to. And it's just like, it's just cool because it's like, you know, maybe that's what we'll talk about. Machines being extensions of the human. Okay. Maybe that's what we'll talk with them about because he, he was writing this paper on social media and identity formation and All of this like personal branding and things like that. And he talks about like how social media can be really, really good or social media can be really, really bad. He sent me this quote not that long ago and it was kind of about how technology or machines are extensions of the human being. So like the airplane is an extension of the legs. It just allows us to go farther. The um, 
uh, camera is an extension of the eyes. It allows us... And the brain. And the brain. Um, and all of these things, that the telegraph is an extension of your voice, um, and it's able to transmit way the farther. telegraph. What about a telephone? <laughs> okay, telephone. Okay, internet, <laughs> Skype, FaceTime, whatever. You know, these are all like extensions uh-huh. of ourselves. And so that is one of the cool things about the podcast is it, it's an extension that I've never used before. And I am getting to connect with people that are kind of outside of my general sphere of, mm-hmm. you know, friends or family or whatever. And it's also fun to, when we have like a subject that we really, really like and really are interested in, which we try to feel that way about every one, but obviously there's going to be some things that we like more than other things. Like the wellness series was really, really fun. Yeah, that was. It was really interesting and really helpful even for me just thinking about it. And I really like talking about small business stuff and that is like it's just like so fun when it's something that you're passionate about it's i don't know it's really fun it is really cool and i think it makes us value those things more Mm -hmm. because normally we'll have a conversation or two about those but those are like 15 minute conversations yeah or maybe 30 minute conversations if we're on a date and forrest is not there (laughs) um but when we're talking about these things that we're learning, it's like we learn them better ourselves. Because mm-hmm. you're talking it out. Yeah, you are. And like I'm an audible learner. And so I could read all these articles and that's cool. But being able to process and think about the things that you're talking about and the things that you care about is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have the ability. I learned that like with teaching too. Like, I'll be teaching on something, and as I'm studying, I'm learning about it. But then as I'm teaching, I'm also learning about mm-hmm. it. And that, that is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like when you, when you write stuff down. Like, if you're studying for something, if you write write it down, it, like, helps it stay in your brain a little more. I think it's the same with, like, talking about it, too. Yeah. Well, how was your week, Hannah? Uh, my week was good. Isley concert was super good. So good. They were so good. And I I love Sherry. I have a girl crush on Sherry. She's so magical. Um, We were like four feet away from her. But Hannah reached out and touched her. No, I didn't. She... Don't be weird. There was that that oh, serial swear in front of us. Oh, my gosh. He was swaying in like a six foot radius. I'm serious. And he was just a little bit taller than me so like he was right in my view and so i had to sway in order to like even just see and he kept moving back and his girlfriend was like opposite of him yeah i had to sway the opposite or i just had to like move and his because his girlfriend was in front of him they were like holding each other and swaying together and (laughs) um it was just like really awkward yeah, it was awkward. But it sounded so good. I was really yeah. surprised because the last time I saw them was at Slow Brew, but it was in the previous venue. Mm-hmm. And they they sounded good, um, but they had like uh, they had more people. So a lot of the instrumentation was kind of lost in the mix. And this this time when we saw them, it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. And it was like a smaller show. And... They were just so good. They were so good. And Merriment was really good too, but we were there for Isley. Yeah. And it was magical. I'm so glad we went. I still really like Merriment. Yeah, I I like them fine. You know what would have been cool is if Merriment played with the full band and then Isley played with the full band. That would just be so much work. Yeah, I guess. That'd be hard. And like the drummer for Isley, he was like so, he was super good and he was so concentrated the entire time. They're all just like so good. Oh, they're so good. If you like them and you have a chance to see them, you should do it. I know their tour is done, but they have a new album coming out in February. And yeah. Oh, and they reposted my video. They did? Yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. I <gasps> think, yeah. How? That's so cool. And they said, hope that you and Hannah had a good date. <gasps> they know our name. <laughs> oh my gosh. But they didn't reply to the message that I sent them. Oh, yeah. I sent them a message the like months in advance. <laughs> Look that. I sent no. them a message months in advance about being on the podcast because we were going to the show and I was like, oh, that would be so awesome because it's like kind of like rock star 
mom, and now she's ha- is a, a mother of two or three, two, two, uh, two. Yeah. And so I, we wanted to talk to her about that a little bit, and um, talk to the rest of the members of the band about writing and things like that. And I thought that would be awesome. Yeah, and her, her and her kids, they're so cute. She, okay. We are going on so long, but I just have to say, she, her little four-year-old, or maybe, I don't know how old she, how old she is, three or four, um, Lucy, she lets her dye her hair like any color she wants, because she herself dyes her hair like pink and purple and all sorts of colors, which is super cool, and she just lets her four-year-old have whatever color hair she wants, and I think that is so cool. I'm going to do that if we ever have a girl, or Forrest. Forrest can make his hair a different color if he wants. I think it's so cool. Just let your kid have a fun hair color. <laughs> I think, I don't know if my parents or your parents would really be super stoked about that, but I would be stoked. The horse comes over to my parents with green hair. <gasps> that would be so cool. Oh, so anyways, if you don't listen to Isley, you really should. They're super good. I really like their oldest album. I forgot what it's called. But their newer songs have been super good, too. They're all good, but definitely check them out and see if you can go to their shows once they go on tour starting in February. What about the rest of your week? Um, oh, the rest of my week, I don't even remember. Oh, we were sick for a couple days, so we were like little hermits, which that's always rough because then Forrest has extra energy even though he's sick, and it's like, it's just, that's hard for me and hard for him because we don't go out, and that's, I hate when we just are only at home all day long. I like being outside and out of the house for at least part of the day. So that is a little bit of a bummer. But we've had a good weekend. We got pumpkins at the pumpkin patch yesterday. At the Trader Joe's, at the Trader pumpkin, Joe's pumpkin patch. Um, but it was fun. Like the babies loved it. We went with our roommates slash cousins. And yeah, that was fun. How was your week? My week was good. Yeah, um, Burps. I kind of got not in trouble, but uh, talking, not really a talk. I don't know how to put it. A talking it just, too, kind of. Kind of. Um, so I have a couple of different hats that I wear at work. <laughs> and Literally. No, not, that's not what <laughs> sorry, I'm talking Sorry, sorry. I am the facilities manager I am the, uh, the, I do the bank stuff and pick up payroll and run a bunch of errands and then also do quality control, which means everything that comes in the door and everything that goes out the door has to be inspected by me. But then if there's any problem with the building or anything like that, like a light switch isn't working or um, the parking lot is getting resurfaced or, you know, whatever. Uh, we need to install new electricity. Um, I'm the one who does that too. And so I have all this stuff and I don't know which one is the top priority. Like which one is my actual job title. Mm -hmm. And so we're getting the parking lot resurfaced. And so I had to be in the forklift and clean out the whole parking lot and get that all organized so they can come and resurface it. And because I was focused on that, a bunch of the orders were late. Mm. Not a bunch of them, but a couple of them were late. And then they were like, why are the orders late? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, because Zach didn't inspect them. And I'm like, uh. Like you're just sitting on your butt doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? He was just, he didn't feel like it. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Zach just was like, uh, not, not, <laughs> not going to do this today. So I was like, oh, gosh. But then they're like, okay, so what is your priority? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, that's tricky. So, like, I don't even know who my boss is. Um, But I think, you know, we kind of worked something out and Mm -hmm. work got, uh, you know, better. And But, yeah, I was a little sick and still am a little sick. I did get to sleep in on Saturday, which was real nice. Um, But I was grumpy. You know, I noticed when I... When I'm sick, I just I told Hannah this the other day because I just knew it was coming. And I feel like I can't help myself. I was oh. like, Hannah, I'm going to be sassy and grumpy. I I apologize in advance. I feel He is the worst when he's sick. When I'm sick, I just want I literally It's the just, end of the world. It is the end of the world. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to move and I'm so he tired. He doesn't want to be nice to his wife. 
but then I just like I want I want to be productive and not just waste my weekend or just go to bed early every but night. But sometimes all you need to do is just have a rest day and you instead decided you needed to do tons of stuff and now you're probably going to be sicker for longer. Oh, I cleaned the car. That was a fun thing. That was fun. Yeah. Well, me and Forrest were inside when he was cleaning the car and Forrest dropped an iPad on my head. Oh. <laughs> really bad. But we were we had fun playing with his little Lego guys. All right. Well, I think we've rambled for this long enough. This is the longest intro. I'm sorry to that one person who said I hate how long your intros are. This is just, this is it for today. Well, there was one person. I know. That's why I apologize to that one person. <laughs> um, well, I think we're going to call Lem later today and uh, talk to him about stuff. And yep. I'm going to go try to sell my motorcycle right now. Ooh. And... Uh, We'll talk at you guys when we get back. Okay. Okay. See ya. All right. And we are here with Lem again, back by popular demand. Yeah. Right on. Hey, thanks for having me again, you guys. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for um, agreeing to do this so last minute. No, it's great. So, yeah. So I was looking through... um, my Facebook messages, which is something that I rarely do. And uh-huh. I saw this message from you and I never replied because I'm horrible about replying. So sorry. Um, no. You had sent me this quote and I thought that it was pretty interesting because some of the stuff that Hannah and I have been talking about and like how social media is so weird and like about mm-hmm. kind of about the podcast and about Instagram and mm-hmm. just all the other forms of social media and when I read this quote, which I'll read right now, um, I was just, sure. I was kind of blown away. Yeah. It says, some of the mechanisms by which we internalize our technologies have been named by McLuhan. Is that how you say Mc- his name? It's Marshall McLuhan, M-C-L-U-H-A-N. Okay, yeah. According to McLuhan, Machines are extensions of the human body. The wheel, he said, is an extension of the foot. Print, he claimed, is an extension of the eye. A telegraph system is an extension of the central nervous system. Our machines allow us to reach out beyond the limits of our flesh. Our machines alter the ways in which our senses feed information about the world beyond. You will remember the myth of Narcissus. Is that how I say that? Narcissus. Narcissus. Nurse, well, yeah. Uh, he was mesmerized by his own reflection. Our machines offer us an image of ourselves, an image which, like the reflection of Narcissus, can hold us transfixed in self adoration. Mm-hmm. So there's like a pro and a con to that. Number one, that it can be an extension of ourselves, which can be used for a good thing, but number two, it can lead to self adoration and us being mesmerized by ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, let me give you a little background on McLuhan. Okay. Uh, so he he wrote this book uh, in 1964. So this book, um, it's 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 the the title of the book is Understanding Media, and then the subtitle is The Extensions of Man, and so. Uh, Marshall McLuhan is uh, connected to the phrase "the medium is the message." Okay, and so he he wrote that in this particular book, and so he was writing in media studies. I think you know, like when you're an academician, when you're a professor, and, and you're researching, you, you know, you study something, and then he was the first guy to put out some of these ideas in and, 1964. Yeah, this is 1964. Wow. Whoa. And and he talked about the he talked about how media was changing uh, the culture. It was changing how we related to each other. Think about it in nineteen sixty in nineteen sixty four, a television um, would would have been still a new invention. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, not everyone would have had. I mean, I, I think at that point everyone would have had a phone. Um, there was definitely movies, but, you know, this idea, you know, this idea of like just watching TV and right. these three channels. I mean, it was a, it was a totally different time. But what he was seeing in 1964 
was the telephone was changing relationships. The TV was changing relationships. And not Mm -hmm. only did it change relationships, it changed the way that we see our, we saw ourselves. I mean, you, you can go further back and take a look at a book, you know, and, um, there's, a there's another guy. Oh man. What's his name? Jeff. I don't remember his last name, but he, he wrote a book, um, about how the printing press, that technology, the printing press created the book. And before the printing press, a book, you know, not everybody had books, only the rich had books, you know? And so the book, you know, the ability to print newspapers and stuff changed the way that we communicated with each other. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So yeah. Marshall McLuhan would say that a book is an extension of yourself in that it puts your words on this piece of paper or uh, well, or on the Internet or whatever. And then it goes out into the world and it doesn't you you don't really know where it goes. You don't really know whose hands you get it into and right. like you know people can disagree with you and people can agree with you but you've put yourself out there and you know like books tv all of that like any any form of media uh has extended your reach your your ideas go into other places does that make sense it goes out yeah. into the world right and so yeah he wrote this book in 1964 uh, before everyone had computers or before everyone had TVs in their pockets, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he was already seeing how media impacts things, how media changes cultures, how media changes relationships, yeah. how media impacts the way that we see ourselves. So that's, I mean, that's a little bit of the background. I mean, you well, know. Th- yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good to know because, I mean, even now it applies i'd say even more because there's so much mm-hmm. there's so many more forms of media yeah right and well go ahead what hannah and i were talking about is like we have friends the friends air quotes but maybe actually friends right that we've never met and mm-hmm. probably never will meet yeah right well the world has changed and the concept or idea of a friend or a follower has changed, you know? Yeah. Like they have thousands of friends on Facebook. I mean, that's it's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Well <coughs> I, I guess I guess it is possible now because, you know, if if I had the time and if I wanted to, I could look at everyone's feed and catch up with everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you know, I can have relationships with them. You know, and I can interact with them and I can share ideas. I can even send them a video. I mean, the concepts of relationships and friendships have changed, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, The concept of celebrity has changed. Like you have a little bit of celebrity in that you have a circle of influence, right? The podcast reaches so many. Your products reach so many. Your Instagram, you know, because you have as many followers as you have, reaches so many. So you would, like, I know you guys say, like, we're just regular people. You know what I mean? And you are regular average people Mm -hmm. that happens to have a little bit of celebrity and a little bit of reach. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because you have have followers and influence. And again, you guys are using it for some positive you know, conversations and you guys are using it to impact other people. So your ideas, right, uh, are shaping other people's ideas, you know, and you're Mm -hmm. giving them another, uh, you're giving them another side. And then, you know, when people interact with you and they have something negative to say about whatever it is that you say, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's their impact, you know, and their, their impact has extended and you can choose the listen to them you can choose to engage them you can choose to hide them and i mean you know what i mean like yeah or block them you know just block them yeah any of these conversations but all of these all yeah social media has really extended our reach extended our ideas uh we're spreading ideas you know in new and different and interesting ways and like you said there's a positive and negative of it you know you know yeah in that we can reach people but you know it also it also creates this uh like like you were saying it leads to self-adoration yeah it, it makes us more narcissistic you yeah know? Mm-hmm. 
and then it it it, it um what it does is it, it it creates this false self right yeah where you have to live out the expectations of other people because mm-hmm. you know because that's yeah. what you've set them up to believe <laughs> yeah well, and that's what you believe you know right and 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 it's crazy when you have when you start interacting with what you think other people's expectations are of you without ever asking them mm-hmm. right you know yeah and so a lot of that happens on social media a lot of the, well it just happens just in the way that we relate to people we things are changing you know before the creation or the invention of a television they didn't have adhd does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. like adhd wasn't an available condition until after tv right yeah. so so the the technology changes the physiology it changes the relationships it changes the way that we interact the way that we entertain ourselves hmm. um google like uh there's this guy you should look him up his name is nicholas carr and he wrote a book called the shallows hmm. and the shallows is a um is a book which was an extension of an article that he wrote in the atlantic and the article in the atlantic is uh was titled is google making a stupid <laughs> and his idea is like our attention spans have gotten shorter we don't read long books anymore right like we google something and we don't even most times we'll we'll i don't ever see the 10th page you know mm-hmm. what i mean no like, yeah maybe i'll look at the first page and if it doesn't have anything i'll look at the second page and if there's nothing on the second page i'll change it yeah right yeah and then and then, like, we live in a world of links and mm-hmm. clicks. So you look at one YouTube video and you really want to learn how to crochet. And then three hours later, you're listening to, you know, some, some to... self documentary on whatever. You yeah. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. You've gone from what you wanted to study and you followed this click. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And, like, oh. that's how it is online that's how it is like you know on, on facebook i'll watch like a video it and automatically goes to the next you, video yeah to the next video oh. and then 10, guilty 10, 10, <laughs> minutes, 10 minutes later <laughs> i watched all these videos that i don't i really wasn't looking for right but, yeah and so nicholas carr says like this the world of clicks the world of short attention span the world of like our attentional space is getting smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So we can't hold that many ideas anymore. It, it, Google's making us stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, like how you don't um, know anyone's phone numbers anymore because it's right? just, it's in your phone. Like I couldn't even name like maybe Zach's, right. but no one else's for sure. Right? And when right? I was little, I would remember like my four best friends, I knew all of their phone numbers by heart because right. yeah. obviously I had to. Well, and you know? also like whenever we have a question, you can't just think it through. Yeah. Right. It's like, my, I'll just look it up. My immediate, like someone asks me a question, I'm like, hmm, I don't know off the top of my head. I bet if I think about it for a little bit, I could figure it out. Yeah. Or right. if I whip out my phone, type it into Google, I don't even have to click the link. The answer yeah. just comes yeah. up. Yeah, you don't have to finish typing. Yeah. It's like, right. there it is. <laughs> you know, it's also interesting to me too. Like, why do I care? Why do I care about the lyrics of this song? Yeah. Why do I care who wrote this? what movie i mean ultimately i don't care but like we've been conditioned to care about the dumbest things because it's all available to us yeah Yeah. Hmm. and i think that that has made us care less about things that actually matter yeah like a natural byproduct of that what a beautiful transition (laughs) you're getting good at this thank you no but tell me tell like tell me more like so I was just using technology to contact some of my friends who live far away and we we had a we had a Skype date. Uh oh. and I mean it was it was awesome but we realized once we started talking to each other we hadn't talked for like 14 months. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like all together like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean we're good friends. Um, but, Wait, but but did the conversation picked up like fourteen months hadn't passed? 
Oh, yeah, because we saw all right. each other's posts and things like that. Right. But, right. I mean, it's all in like 140 characters or less. It's all condensed. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you don't see the feeling. You don't see the emotion behind that. And mm-hmm. so we think that we're keeping up with our friend's life, but we're just liking a picture. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked right. to him in, in 14 months. You right. know, that's pretty crazy to me. Um, yeah, and it used to be a textured relationship where you saw, you heard, you shook hands, you gave a hug. I mean, textured in that it's all these layers and social right. media just teaches us to like interact with each other on just one layer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like um, some some of my friends have had kids and I haven't even like said congratulations. Oh my. <laughs> I, but I liked the picture. If that's well, what, you know, part so, of it, part of it's your personality. So, you know, you're excused there. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying that I think that it's made, it's made me at least care less about things that matter. Well, cause you oh. think that by giving that like, okay, I'm keeping like. up with their life. This like means, okay, I affirm this decision or this, this is awesome. life happening. They got married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but you're not like, there's no personal anything in it anymore it's just all like oh well this person liked my photo so i guess we're still friends but right what no but but we missed out on the nonverbal cues mm-hmm. we miss out we miss out on so many other parts of the conversation yeah that it's just so interesting yeah um, have you have you ever have you ever gotten a text either one of you from each other and then you're looking at your text and it has those little dots you know, and yeah. you're thinking that Writing. they're going to write back, yep. yeah. right? But then they don't write back. Yeah. And what happens? It goes away. You're like, well, it goes away. oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were writing something. I was excited. Like, or or you, oh, and then you get disappointed. Like, isn't it crazy? We get disappointed when those dots disappear. Yeah. And nothing happens. And like, that could even be caused to get mad at somebody for not, I you know responding to something yeah mm-hmm. and relationships have changed conversations have changed you know yeah. um I don't know that we're necessarily going to go back but how to redeem how do how do we redeem or how do we capitalize on the new way of relating to people does that make sense yeah I don't know I think man. there's a lot of ways to do that um but I think that it it has to start with being intentional like Mm -hmm. i mean people used to write Mm -hmm. each other letters and think about all the thought that went into like i used to have a pen pal that lived in france and so Mm -hmm. that was an extension you know i was Mm -hmm. i was extending myself to france and we you know we were writing two three page handwritten letters about what's going on in each other's lives and we didn't have social media back then and like I felt like I was a pretty good friend with him. You know, like I knew right. what was going on in his life. I knew what he cared about. I knew how his family was. I knew what his interests and hobbies were. Um, we had a relationship that was more than surface level because we both took the time to mm-hmm. like engage each other. And mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of maybe what's missing. And even if we don't have the layers, we just aren't engaged. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. when I was in Oregon, Zach would send me packages and letters and like you'd have like the flower shop in town send me flowers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was like, it was really intentional because all mm-hmm. we had was like, you know, the phone and stuff. And so this was like more mm-hmm. of like a reason for him to try more because it was like our relationship is not going to make it probably on just the right. phone, you know? Right. So. Wait, so. So is it possible, Zach, to have that same type of relationship with today's media? It's hard because I'd say it'd have to be more of a long-form media. Um, okay. So you do you think it can happen then? I think it could happen. Because to, with, with, with today's with a, uh, media available today, mm-hmm. your pen pal... I mean, you're, you guys could have a rich interaction, you know, on multiple layers, on multiple levels. But but you're saying you need to put in the time, you need to I, I think that, write more, you need to... I mean, I think that what... It's, it's effort. 
I think that yeah. that's kind of what la- what is lacking. Okay, okay. Because okay. you know, it's like technology makes things so easy, but relationships oh. take work. Yeah. Sure, sure. And and so the more intimate the relationship, the more time the well, the more careful your words are going to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to like stuff, but then you're going to also well, it's putting your heart into the words, right? Yeah, I think so, but I think it's also like I mean, you see, um, like if I saw that my friend got engaged, you know, mm-hmm. liking the photo is like, it's one thing, you know, right. and that, that's cool. And that's like saying, you know, I, I like this or, you know, but then, right. you know, if I'm like actually stoked for them, like if I found out that they got engaged and we didn't have this form of social media, what, what would I do? Mm hmm. Well, I remember when our really good friends, Ariel and Carl, got engaged, they called us. Each of them called both of us to tell us that. It was like before, I mean, it was like five years ago, maybe. So like Instagram was around, but they were like our good friends and they called us and told us. And that was like really special to us because we're like, Mm -hmm. we didn't find out even through a text. And that was like... That was special, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. now it's like if your friend gets engaged, like, okay, maybe we'll send them a text saying congratulations. But I don't know. It just feels like now there's so many more ways to like suck at friendships since there is social media. <laughs> like, well, uh, uh, it's changing. It's changing. Right. So yeah. It's shallower interaction. Yeah. You know? And yeah. We, we just have to put in the time. So. Yes, it's kind of cool that we have extensions of ourselves and there's so many other ways of interacting with ourselves. But they're just, uh, yeah, I mean, even this conversation, the fact that we can see each other and have this, you know, I I, I can see, I, I get the, ver- uh, the, no, non-verbal, the non-verbal cues. cues and, yeah. And I, and I get like your faces and your smile and, you know, like it, it just adds so much to it when, you know, yeah. we the time, you know? And and this actually doesn't take a lot of time either. Yeah. But it would well, he, we would rather, I think, just scroll on our phones or watch Netflix. But then we have a a deep real world relationship. We've had real world interaction right. for yeah. years. Right. Yeah. So so I guess I guess the extension of this Skype call is built on the foundation of I've had you guys in my class, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I've interacted with you and I've taught you things and we've interacted on stuff. And we went to Walmart and we took pictures <laughs> of people. <laughs> that, yes, that we a, did. That was, a, that was a Hannah project. It was a cultural but, you know, experience. <laughs> so, so I guess the extension is built off of, the foundation of like real world, yeah. you know, face to face interactions. And so like, I guess if you don't have that, then you don't have the same level of intimacy on, you know, the social media side of things. Cause you don't have that real world face to face, flesh to flesh, right. you know, foundational interaction. Yeah. But then, but then your, you know, your pen pal, that relationship grew. How many, how long did you guys write? Well, probably about two years. Okay, but you guys developed a really deep friendship and relationship because you guys took the time, you know, to write, you right. know, to write it out on paper and send it and, you know. And it was like the anticipation of like, you know, waiting for a letter to come and like <laughs> reading yeah. it and then sitting down and, and writing it and, you know, just like, yeah, I mean, but yeah. But what, another thing that's interesting to me with like all the social media and the that like vast reach that we have and the uh, um, maybe this is a side topic, but yeah, it is a side topic. But like <laughs> being being anonymous and not having that like groundwork built, not having that foundation, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that that could allow for a lot of people to just like break down like all of their normal barriers that they put up in face-to-face real life. And then they just like get straight to like, this is who I am. This is what I'm learning or this is what I'm struggling with or something like that. And, and if the person, the person can choose to take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
like I'm I'm part of a group on Facebook and everyone there is like really uh honest and open and just like they they're not trying to impress you and they are they're allowed to be themselves. Sure. And so that kind of cuts through a lot of the like small talk and just like trying to impress trying to impress and... people and then you're like right. okay well i wouldn't want to be a friend with this person or this person or this person but this person you know yeah. similar stage of life same things yeah. going on i know how they really feel about this topic and then a friendship can be built there and you can put in right. the time there um, right. and you've never even met them but you know like their deepest darkest secrets and you know like yeah. that's just that's kind of weird too yeah one thing cool about the internet and or that online interaction is because you guys have similar interests, you know, you guys find each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, that's what make those kinds of interactions cool. But, you know, there are trolls and, you know, whatever's inside of you is going to come out in this, you know, in social media, the words that you say represent what's happening on the inside. So if you're angry, that's what your posts are going to be like. If you're happy, that's what your posts are going to be like, you know, and then trolls, you know, <laughs> they whatever's happening on the inside shows up in the words that they say. Right. You know? Yeah. And so part of it is like, oh, and, and then if a part, if, if something that a troll says connects with you, then you have that, there's something in your heart too that like, you know, connects with that. Right. Yeah. You're part and troll. So, Right. So you got that, you got that in you. I know you guys talk about that sometimes, Mm -hmm. but like, so, you know, part of it is you guys are modeling, you know, um, a a mature, another way of doing this whole internet online relating and, you know, I, I, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome that you guys are sharing, you know, here's what I see and here's what happens and this is what people do, but we don't want to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be this way. Yeah. And you, mo- you model it for us. You know, you share, you share, I mean, and, and I love that you guys, you're being real. You guys are sharing your struggles, but we can learn from that. Right. Mm-hmm. And in, in you guys modeling that for us, like we, we become better. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I've got one. It's all changing. Yeah, it yeah. is all changing and it's, it's hard to adapt to it. Um, And it's only going to keep changing. That's the thing. Right. Like thinking about where everything is going to be when forest is like our age like mm-hmm. we don't we might not even we can't even fathom like we were just saying like we're going to remember like when forest is like 20 we'll be like oh i remember when apple pay first came out and he'll be like you guys are ridiculous that's so sure. old and just sure. even like that is just crazy yeah yeah well i have i have one last question um sure. so last time we talked we talked about um identity formation and we talked a little bit about social media and kind of what are your thoughts on like this extension of ourselves or like maybe even projection of ourselves through social media how how does that affect identity formation Mm. uh well at the end of the day i think words words shape us Right. Mm-hmm. And so I can say a great word, you know, I guess emoticons even shape us, you know, yeah. like it, it, it affirms our feelings. It affirms our thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? And so the one cool thing about it is it gives me, it gives me power to encourage. It gives me the opportunity to affirm, you know, th- there's some, pretty positive things about social media like it gives me access Mm -hmm. to people that you know are far away or that i don't interact with day to day you know Mm -hmm. yeah and and i might think of them and then i'll hit them up on facebook and just start something and 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 i think that's part of the nature of in online interaction that is asynchronous right Mm -hmm. meaning Meaning that, like, we could go a long period of time and just pick up the conversation right, right where we left off. Mm-hmm. So, I love, I love the fact that I can impact other people's identity formation by saying nice things and affirming things, you know, 
I, I guess consequently, I could also ruin people's identity formation and their sense of self by saying awful things about them, mm-hmm. you know? So that's pretty cool. I, I, I enjoy, yeah, that, that's probably my favorite thing about, hmm. about social media. Uh, if you learn how to read social media, if you learn how to look at their words, though, like it gives you deep, deep insight into what's happening on the inside. So a troll that's angry, like they're hurting, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they may look mad and angry online, but there's something driving that there's mm-hmm. some yeah. sense of loss. There's and, you know, if you look at all their posts, you can kind of tell you can kind of look for those little uh, insights into well, this person's hurting or this person is you know whatever whatever they're saying is gonna it's gonna give you insight into someone's heart you mm-hmm. know it's gonna give you insight into the struggle into whatever's happening on the inside so i and and then going back to the first thing that i said like then i can use my words to encourage you know then i can use my words to help shape their ideas of themselves you know mm-hmm. by either right. affirming or challenging whatever they put out there. Hmm. Well, so when you, when you take a look at an Instagram post, same thing, and it doesn't have to just be words. It could be pictures, right? Mm-hmm. The selfie and like somebody just like all about them, the narcissism, the self adoration tells you something. This tells you something. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're we're still trying to figure out like what the mission statement of the podcast is, like why yeah. we're doing this. I mean, it's a giant experiment. Yeah, uh, sure. pretty much. But um, I think that we, you know, we obviously want to use it for good. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think that with like this form of social media, I, I guess I would call this social media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, that we we could use it for good and we could help possibly benefit people who are going through identity formation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. one of my like ideas for starting the podcast is like okay who are we going to be talking to and right. i was thinking we like we need to have a target audience and i was like i can't think sure. i can't think of a target audience like i just i don't know mm-hmm. so yeah i would rather it would be our target audience is us five years ago yeah sure um that was what we like started out like we wanted to talk about stuff that we could have been benefited from if we had heard it Mm -hmm. five years Mm -hmm. ago yeah so and then with that survey we found out that a lot of our listeners are in that range 18 to 24 so i guess we were kind of right about that (laughs) yeah 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 but understand understand too the power of a like from hannah's profile yeah you know what i mean that's <laughs> so weird like no it's but but it's what it, it's a responsibility that you have but when i get a like from hannah my thought is she's got a lot of followers she's got a lot of things that she's looking at like managing so much but she took the time to like something that <laughs> makes me feel awesome you know yeah. what i mean yeah I, it, that's true and and it makes me feel awesome when Zach, because Zach like never looked at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Zach, no time. But yeah. Zach took the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And 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 I want to encourage you guys with that because, like, you guys, I mean, with all your followers and stuff, like, I ask ask your followers, like, what do they feel like when you know they get a like from you? They'll they'll tell you, like, it's pretty awesome. You guys have you guys have a, a cool responsibility. You guys have cool impact hmm. well the, so i love it the, i love what you guys are doing the impact thing is encouraging the responsibility thing is daunting yeah nope they, nope, they go together, they go together. <laughs> yeah i guess so like I, you know like you in spider-man little, like you Spider-Man. have a little you have a little one yeah Your little one is is a ton of responsibility oh yeah you guys yeah. Wouldn't trade you guys wouldn't trade the little one for anything i mean they no. go together yeah right? that's true hmm. wow so like it's Spider-Man, awesome. Zach was saying. Yeah, I said like Spider-Man. We've been watching right. a lot of Spider-Man, Forrest and I. Well, 
that's that that's the responsibility, man. Yeah. What 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 is the title of that one? With great risk. With great power comes great responsibility. Ah uh, yes. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> so that's you, Hannah. Okay. Yep. Uh. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. we'll have to we'll have to you know kind of think over this and mull over this um you know for the yeah for the next couple of days and um it's definitely interesting to think about when everything is changing like if we're not learning how to change with it we're gonna miss miss the bus mm-hmm. nice yeah what right mm-hmm. hey i want i want your one follower that like doodles the conversation you know oh, last the, time the, I yeah there the is one yeah yeah I, I i want that i want to see that so whichever follower oh, yeah. that is, shout out to you i loved it like zach shared it with me and do it for this one yeah. Awesome. That was cool. That was really cool. It was cool. cool. We'll I, try to find that. I like looking through that stuff. It's so encouraging. Yeah. I get a little yeah. bit of Hannah's like um popularity wears off on me. Well, nice. the the last episode with you, like a lot of people responded to it and they were like, dang, that was like super interesting stuff that we've never thought about before. So that was like really cool that people care about this, you know? Like this is mm-hmm. people care about well, real they, stuff. Well, they care about you and you guys care about real stuff, so yeah. Good job. Well, <laughs> well we thank try you. to care about real well, this stuff. is like affirmation hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, but see, this is this is this is exactly what you you were asking me about, uh-huh. right? Because we're having this conversation, I have the opportunity to do this. So I'm not just, you know, giving you the insight. I'm like, I'm I want to model it as well, and mm-hmm. that's what you guys do for all of us. Yeah. Hmm. So, thank you. Hmm. Cool. Well, thank you, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for having. Thank you for having me again. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, we'll have to hit you up next time we're in San Diego. Yeah, ahead of time though, so we can plan it. Or I could come up as well, like I talked about the last time. Yeah, you yeah. should. Do it, man. Awesome. Well, I want to go climbing. All right. Yeah. Well, there's some the Bishop's Peak is not too far away. It's not actual Bishop's. It's just called Bishop's, but Right. Yeah. Cool. All right, you guys. Well, we'll Thank see you. So much. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we're back. Yo, 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 yo. All right, Hannah. What are some of your favorite things this week? Okay. So a little while ago, we asked you guys if you had any recommendations for us. And somebody sent us, I think it was an email, with a recommendation for a homemade toner. And I just got around to trying it last week. And it is so good, you guys. It, I love it. So thank you to you who recommended it to me because I have tried it and I loved it and I'm never going back to anything else. Um, The toner recipe is as follows. One part apple cider vinegar to three parts water. And she said it was one fourth cup to three fourths cup, but I didn't make a whole cup. I just, cause I have a smaller spray bottle that I use. So I just did one part to three parts. And then you add some drops of tea tree oil and lavender oil. And I also added geranium oil because that's really good for your face too. And then you just shake it up and you spray it on your cotton ball and use it after you wash your face. And it makes my face feel so clean and refreshed. And it's like a teensy bit tingly because of the tea tree. And it just feels so good. It's so clean. And I love it. So that is my top recommendation this week. If you are buying all these expensive toners, don't do it anymore. Just use the apple cider vinegar that you have in your cupboard and some water and get some essential oils. And if you want to order essential oils, you can tell me because I can get you my discount. Next is all of the music from the band called Bird Talker. They are super good. And I just found them like last week or the week before. And they're just really good. I really like all their songs. Also, another, well, my top favorite song from them is Blue Healer, but also um, Heavy is another good song. Um, And another band that I really have been liking lately is the band called Joseph. They have, they just released a Tiny Desk session with them. And it is so good. And they're just like super passionate and like 
so into the music. It's just really, it's a good, really good Tiny Desk session. So um, their newest album is also another one of my recommendations. The new album and the Tiny Desk session. So, yep. Awesome. Well, I got some messages asking if I could give some more audiobook recommendations because I am an audiobook file. Is that a word? Um, audio bibliophile. Oblio, oblio, oblio. Because bibliophile means lover of books. Audio bibliophile. Yeah, I would say that is the correct terminology. All right. Well, <laughs> Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I have 42 minutes left of yes. that book. Um, Hannah and I are going to be taking the test. We talked a little bit about that last week, but it's yep. just been so interesting. And I've been um, watching people now, <laughs> trying to find out what their self-awareness level is. And I've realized I'm not as self-aware as I'd like to be or as an emotionally um, aware of others as I would like to be. But yeah. I sometimes am pretty good at reading people's emotions, but then I don't do anything about it. <laughs> so it's just... You just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, not true. It's well, not like... I just don't know if I can make it better or if anything that I say is just going to make it worse. It's just... Yeah. I guess that's... Well, I didn't know that that's what you were thinking when you're doing nothing, when I'm like sad or something. Because <laughs> like sometimes you'll know that like I'm sad or like I'll tell you that I've had a bad day or something and then you just don't say anything about it and you just like no, i say like on. i'm sorry but i know like i've experienced with you like i can't just say like oh it's going to get better like there's no encouragement it's i know like, but like you want me to feel sad with you no i don't want you to feel sad with me i want you to want to know why why it was a bad day and you know like ask about it yeah that's what i want well, I've been learning a lot in that emotional intelligence book. Yeah, that it's a super is by good book. Gene Greaves and Travis Bradbury. Um, another one that I've been reading, rereading, probably for the sixth time, is "The Celebration of Disciplines" by Richard J. Foster. He also wrote one of my all-time favorite books, "The Freedom of Simplicity." Mm. Um, Another one is Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, that one is all about like entrepreneurship and like doing what you want to do and finding your dream and learning how to make a business off of it and things like that. So um, that one has been pretty interesting. Then, oh, what else do I have here? Um, there was a couple of other ones, but... Um, I've really been liking Seth Godin lately, uh, his blogs and a couple of his books. He has this book called Stop Stealing Dreams. It's about what, what is school for. It's just asking the question for parents, for their children, what is school for? And if parents and teachers can agree on that, then school is going to be very productive for their child. Mm -hmm. And if the, if the parent or the teacher doesn't know what the answer is or they don't agree on what the answer is, then that's not going to be uh it's going to be a waste of 12 years of their life mm -hmm. so um that's that's pretty interesting and i'd say that that's really good for people who even don't have kids because it allows for them to reevaluate their view of school um and then uh there's just like a bunch of like smaller little books like 25 Ways to Protect Your Time by Christy Wright and, you know, some some other sm small stuff like that. But um, I have some audiobook recommendations. Oh, you do? Go go for it. Yeah. Well, I my first one would be all the Harry Potter ones. Like if you've never read them or even if you have, just start from the beginning and then read them all. And then when you're done, then read the new one, The Cursed Child. Um. Because that is just such a good series. And then you can watch the movies and it's like perfect for fall. We were watching the movies. We've, we're on number six. We've been watching them with our roommates. And it's just so fun and so nostalgic. And another one is The 13 and a Half Lives of Captain Blue Bear. It's like oh, another fun one. Yeah. It's like not super like you don't really learn anything. But it's just interesting and fun. It's The book itself is giant. It's like four inches thick. It's a really long book. But... It's pretty fun to listen to on audio, and um, yeah, I think that's all. 
And then I have some podcast recommendations, too, for those of you who like podcasts. Um, the Jason Stapleton program, it's a libertarian talking all about uh, politics and life and things like that. And then for you Christians out there, there's Theology in the Raw by Preston Sprinkle. And I kind of like that one. But what I like more is Steve Brown, etc. I love Steve Brown, and I love the rest of the podcast hosts on there. And I love all of the guests that they have on there. Then there's Break It Down. Uh, that's with Matt Carter from the Bad Christian Podcast. And he's the producer of a lot of other podcasts and in the band Emery. Um that one's interesting, and I like how he does it. He d- he does one week with a musical, like a one one week musical, and then one week some something completely entirely different. So I like that. And then of course the first forty miles, it's a hiking and backpacking podcast. It's by done by a husband and wife, and they're a little nerdy, but like the lovable nerdy, and um, I really enjoy that. It talks about all like gear reviews and like hammocking and backpacking and hiking and day how to pack your day pack and how to pack your backpack and all kinds of stuff like that and then the last one would be for mom bosses uh or stay-at-home moms or uh people who have their own business that they run at home and it's done by christy wright who I actually, I like Christy Wright a lot. I messaged her about being on the podcast, but she has not replied. Uh, She has a podcast called The Business Boutique, and um, it's pretty interesting. Um, I am not a woman, but I listen to it because I like to give Hannah pointers and encouragements and helpful advice on how to run her business. So, yeah. Well, my last tip would be if you want to write, then write every day. Write one thing every day. Write write one paragraph. Think of one word that you're focusing on that day and write something about it. And eventually, you will become a better writer. You don't have to publish it anywhere. You don't have to post it. But if you want to write, then write every day. There's no excuse. You have 15 minutes to spare every single day. Mm -hmm. And you should do it. What do you have to say about that for us? The baby went on a hike? What else? Mama. Hike with mama? And daddy? Whoa. And what did they see? Mama. Water. Holy cow, that sounds like a good hike. Did they see the rain? Rain. Where was the rain coming from? The sky. Good job. Oh, well, that's awesome. Spider-Man jammies. Knock, knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel who? Nobel. That's why I knocked. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you like that joke? (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and share. Seriously, tell all your friends about this and what fools we are and how much you enjoy it. Hopefully a lot. (laughs) And I guess we will talk at you next week. See ya. Happy trails.